Welcome to podcast 116 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt, and on this week's pod, we'll be talking about the beta, and we'll have the two, well, the, the two, we'll have the third and final interview we carried out while we were at SI Towers. But first, let's see who I'm joined by this week. Joseph, hello, sir. Hello. It's good to have you back, oh. Matt. I've been busy, as you noticed. DIY SOS. Indeedy. They don't call Benji's me Nick. That, that may also be a thing. I mean, friend. Friend. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Monk, whichever other things you want to go for. Mr. Dupe, welcome. Hello, hello, hello. hello I missed hello, that, hello. by the way. It's been a while. It's been a while. Um, Herb Dizzle. I'm changing it up. Oh, wow. Good evening. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm, I'm all right. Thank you very much. And uh, rounding us off, uh, fresh from his excursions, is uh, Kurt Ditchell. No? <laughs> oh, oh, there he goes. Straight <laughs> There's no backing out of that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were... Um... I thought we were going to put a stop to this. That wasn't a joke. No, well, I'm just genuinely. Well, I, I've missed it all, so I'm. I'm. This is. This is new territory for me. <laughs> this is fresh for you. This is fresh. It is. It is. Well, not like the food that you uh, left in the van, obviously. But Virgil Van Ditch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dyke also works. It's uh, a ditch of water in, which it probably was after all that mineral water went flying everywhere. You know no? too much. I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stop there. Right. Okay. So there's so many save updates to uh, to get through here. So, gentlemen, uh, start your engines. Kurt Dizzle, we'll uh, start with you and Herb. In fact, you, well, we'll start with you because you also got your own older shot save that you've dropped on the day of recording. But you uh, did your intro episode as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just. Um, I literally was just um, about to start redoing the thumbnails. To be honest, because I hate them, um, but you hate them. I yeah, they're quite good. no, I don't like them. I don't like them. They're too red. Um, but yeah, so all the shot save is uh, underway. Cut equals the shots for FM twenty, um, and uh, we didn't get off to the best of starts today. Uh, we lost two one at home to Dover. So it's like watching all the shot in real life. To be honest with you, at the moment, uh, so hopefully things will pick up in that respect. Um, it's one of those things I'm going to be doing. I'm not sticking to a schedule or anything like that. I'm just doing it because I want to do it. So, like when I when I fancy making an episode, I'll make an episode. You know, the like, best reason to do it. Well, exactly for the fun. I think all of us at at some point have sort of gotten caught up in numbers and and stuff here and there, whether it be on YouTube, Twitch, or whatever. Um, and to be honest, like I I had that with YouTube. Um, and that's probably why I ended up just moving away from it because I just it wasn't fun for me at the, at the time. Um, but yeah, no, I really wanted to do this. I've enjoyed making stuff again uh, in like post production and messing around in After Effects and things like that. So yeah, glad glad to be back on the YouTube's. Um, glad to have you back. I like and... the After Effects. That was very nice. Yeah, you liked it. Yeah, yeah. sexy. Although oh. the the forward had a massive head. <laughs> he did, yeah, but that's because that, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Um, we'll, we'll sort that out. Don't worry. I like I said, improvements to be made, but uh, we'll get there. Uh, and then uh, on Twitch, we're doing our network save with uh, with my compadre, Big oh, Herb the Nerd. Go with it, then. It's been fun. Not for much longer. Uh, no, we're still good friends. 
we're still good friends. It's um, all uh, fun especially, and games. especially when Herb like starts losing games, which is uh, which only just started about. happening. I mean, that's not just Herb. The bickering is fabulous. <laughs> well, is see like the rage. Couple? Oh my god, it it's tremendous. It's like imagine going to a Tory dinner party and then then having <laughs> an aggressive argument over. No, no, no! It's over tableware, not caviar. It's amazing, etc. Well, we we uh, haven't we haven't reached uh, we haven't sort of hit each other's uh, uh, what's the word sisters sisters. Um, <laughs> we so haven't riled each other too much yet. I think no. we've got we've we've it's gone pretty close banter. to the bone. But yeah, I beg to differ. Uh, you look like you were about to throw uh, Herb out the out the window the other in all, night. In all seriousness, right? So yesterday uh, after the update, we had a couple of crash dumps, um, <sighs> and. Before the crash dump, I was winning 2-0, like 2-0 up in like the first 10 minutes of the game, had the crash dump, came back, went 1-0 down. I nearly spat at the PC, literally. You literally live on said, camera. I'm going to spin my I nearly PC just up. spat at the PC. Like That's how angry did, I was. Did Herb do the old uh, FaceTime trick? What's that? Get the mother-in-law to ring on FaceTime so the game crashes. <laughs> oh, no. no, no. <laughs> no. We haven't had any of that yet. If you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. Um but uh, yeah, so uh, it's 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 been good so far. Herb's got a slender lead at the top of the SPL. He's uh, still in the Champions League. I'm not. And you were never in it. Well, that's true. But you you like to keep you you basically take the Every credit time. for Celtic being in the Champions League when they qualified take, before you got there. I take the credit for getting through the qualifying stages in the more difficult Europa or Europe. European. That's what I'm looking for. Competition where you crashed out really early on. Crushed out, love the banter. Uh, it's a little sample <laughs> of uh, what happens on Twitch. Is oh. that it? Is, is, oh. Oh, no, is sorry. It, I, 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 I thought they were carrying on. I thought they were carrying oh. on. Um, I will say one thing, though. It's amazing to see two grown blokes get so excited about pub football. Because, I mean, <laughs> I think I think Curtis said, oh, today I'm playing team whatever. And and, and uh, Herbland, they literally sound like the most Scottish football team you could think of. I can't remember who it was, but, yeah, it was. it's nice. It's good fun. I'm enjoying watching you, boys. It's nice. It to is a lot of fun. It's laughing. You know, I'm laughing at both of you, not with you, but I'm still laughing. That's all that matters. It is the rage just flip-flopped. The flip-flops back. So, it, I think last yesterday you, you were on top. I was more ragey and you took advantage. The day before, Thank it was the other way around. But then the day before, I did beat you in the head-to-head. So, it was a friendly, <sighs> wasn't it? No, that uh, that was uh, that was annoying as well because I actually I, <laughs> I felt like um, I felt like we didn't deserve to lose that game. But you did. I don't yeah. think you deserve to win it though. No, no, I'm not suggesting that we did, but I, I, I felt like I, certainly losing three-one was was harsh, especially when Rian Brewster missed about three one-on-ones when it was like one-all. Or two one or whatever it was. Um, I mean, I don't think that's his fault. Well, yeah, he's not the problem, is it? Let's face it. At the moment, but we it... will cover those in a, a separate section. Oh, good. So. Oh, good. But you can carry on if you've got no, no, no. Just additional bits. I'm just looking forward to like destroying Herb. And and the good and the thing is, like he he's getting he's getting a couple of like these little little victories early doors, and he's getting all overconfident. And sure, you can win the battle, you can win a battle here and there, Herb. But I'm going to win the war. I, I do like the uh, the hashtag narrative of it all. It's it, uh, marvelous. It is good. He's full of literal hot air and doesn't back it up with anything. <laughs> Every time he loses, he's like, "Yeah, well, back that's just up. another battle in this long war, which I'm showing." 
no I'm disappointed by the, the general lack of William Wallace-ness, though. It'll come. It's, get, it's getting to the interesting point now because we so we've got a cup semi-final and then we've got another two head-to-heads, I think, but another cup to play as well. And then the league splits. So we're probably going to play each other four or five times in this first season. Is that so, the um, Tunnock's Cup semi-final? Because that would <laughs> be amazing. amazing. <laughs> they are amazing. You have to eat them on stream. Be, uh, I'm low carb. I mean, they're, they're, they're a delicacy. How many days till yeah. Vegas? Uh, must be 19. 19. Yikes. I guess it shows how much you're enjoying it by the fact that you're wanting to stream it as often as possible, which is always a good thing. Well, yeah. Well, and uh, I mean, there is the, the caveat that Miles tweeted out that there's every chance that network saves won't work. Um, wedge ones that you've started in the beta to carry on to the full game. Um, they say they they said they don't recommend uh, playing on once the full game releases. So whether that changes or whether that's like set in stone, I don't know. Um, and then obviously I've got Vegas coming up as well. So we kind of had like a window, and we were like, okay, let's let's smash it as hard as we can during that window, and uh, and see what happens afterwards. Risky business. Mr. Dupe, you've been a busy boy this week. <clears throat> I have, yeah. I've been um, I've been on the old daily uploads on YouTube, because that's a thing. And it's, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm getting some great responses. And if for somebody that hasn't used that platform for like two years, see, I'm absolutely blown away by, by the, you know, the, the views, the responses, the messages, the, the the thumbs up and all that jazz. And it's it's awesome. Yeah, I'm really, really enjoying the save. I've like just finished the season. So I've, I'm recorded and nearly edited everything up to date, ready to go. And it's like so unlike me to be organized and like regimental. So yeah, it's different. It's cool. Um, but we're, uh, I think... I think we've uploaded to about midway through the season. We're third in the league. We're out of the FA Cup. Um, we're just solely focusing on getting promoted, basically. So, yeah, we're trying a bit of an out-there tactic that a few people have tried to pick me up on, but we're winning, so... How are, how are you finding it, managing one of United's, well, arguably biggest rivals in terms of, or longest rivals in terms of geographical location, I guess? I mean, arguably, yep. three points is their biggest rival at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> finished you brilliant thanks um <laughs> do you know what it's you know it's it's got eddie uh any team that's got eddie is a team that i will uh, i love to the bone apart from arsenal the wankers um but yeah no it's 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 different it is different but i i just just eddie is just immense man with with his 20 goals in in like the first half of the season um i think i can just get that boy to play so, uh, it's a, yeah, it's, it's cool. I'm really enjoying it. I'm, to be honest, I really, really am enjoying it. How many uh, how many episodes ahead have you filmed? Like, how far behind are the viewers? To how So, you... we have uploaded episode nine, uh, eight today. And I uh, the final one that I recorded yesterday was episode 15. Holy shit. You'd like doing so, it yeah. properly and stuff. I know. Yeah, and I've oh, got like... Man. So, that was really camp, wasn't it? Um, I've got like four record like edited and thumbnail done and everything there ready to go so uh yeah it's um it's really efficiently done and you know i'm, I'm I, I it's difficult because i'm enjoying doing it Curtie. like 
it's it's different to what I'm used to, so maybe that's why I'm enjoying it. But um, you know, not getting hung up on stuff. But the response has been brilliant, and I, you know, it's it's very strange, very strange. Nice. I saw you hit 500 subs as well on the YouTube's. I did. Yeah, I'm at five two three as we speak now. Not that we we focus on numbers, do we? Not that we look at numbers. Exactly. No. No, I just spotted it today when I was watching the episode. That was all. You boys getting dragged in. I've been over here doing the daily YouTube for ages. What are you talking about? How's your YouTube save going, Herb? Oh, thanks for asking. It's going really well. Um, winning winning in all my saves, really. Uh, Celtic winning. Real Madrid smashing it. Real Madrid, though, you can't really lose. It's funny. So, you, um, lost, you lost twice yesterday. But I mean, I'm not talking about losing a single game because you've lost twice to me in the whole season. So let's not bring that up. Mate, you can't, you can't be using the friendly again. It's pathetic. Like if Is you're gonna pathetic? if you're gonna start using the friendly, I'm gonna start using the draft. So actually, you've only won one more than I have. So oh, okay, fair on. enough. We'll take that. No, no, kids. Wish um, I'd never Herb, asked. Now. Herb, just a quick question because obviously we we followed you quite closely last year, uh, FM nineteen, and it wasn't a good year for you. You know, you, you didn't you basically didn't win fuck all. So um, what's changed, man? Have you just got good at the game, or you've taken advice from somebody, or you know what's happened? <sighs> I was waiting for this to come back. Beginner's luck. Um, I won. <laughs> beginner's luck. I have won. I won loads of stuff last year. I just didn't make it to the Premier League, all right? Because there was not enough time. Uh, this year, I'm playing with Real Madrid, so it's really difficult not to win, but I'm going to smash it. It's and then I'm going to quite difficult to get in the Premier League. Destroy Real Madrid. Well, spent is, a weekend, he spent a weekend sitting next to me. I rubbed off on him. Uh, I enjoyed <laughs> it. How many times? Did you also <laughs> teach him how to play the game? <laughs> Giggity. Yikes. Uh, assuming everyone else has plugged their stuff, I'll, we'll move on to Joseph. Because I know Joe's been playing, well, dabbling with a bit of Arsenal and some delicious corner tactics and corner goals that he's been splurting all over Twitter. I have been splurging. Um, yeah, and it's little things like that, just messing around with set pieces. Obviously, there's... I know we, we'll talk, well, we may talk about it, we may not. Um there's a few little issues like I've had a, um, a corner issue where um, the short corner kind of player is being marked by the opponent within 10 yards so that's a bit of a pain then I'm having to drag other people out so I'm just messing around trying to see what's broken because I you know I'm trying to put stuff on the forums really just to try and help make it as good as it can be by the 19th finished fourth in the league with Arsenal last night um, and won the Europa League against Galatasaray um yeah, that's, that's about it, really. Um, I've done a little blog on my custom views. Can't remember if I mentioned that last week. Um, seems to have gone down quite well, which is nice. Um, and yeah, that's that's it, really, for FM20 so far. I, I think it's very good. I think they're changing things. So, yeah, happy. Yeah. You've been hammering stuff behind the scenes as well, which we're all very oh, yeah. uh, we're all very appreciative of. I just want to make that There's publicly known. innuendos in this uh, podcast. It's my um, pleasure. And I, I love being behind you guys. Well, just not Curtie when he's reversing, right? <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> no? Okay. Um, right. Well, Joe's sort of alluded to it, as has Curtie, about sort of some of the some of the issues that the gamers had, but there have been hot fixes that I think, I think dropped yesterday. I only saw it because they're terrific things. So, and uh, as of about 10 minutes ago, I've only just installed FM20. So, that beats last year, uh, though. It does, in fact. <laughs> it does, in fact. So, true to form, at least a week ahead of what I was last year. Um, but what are everyone's thoughts on the game, sort of so far, uh, a week in? 
I think uh, I, I think for me it's the you're going to have long shots, you're going to have one v ones, and you're going to have the ball being sprayed from one side of the pitch to the other. I think they're they're the kind of three things people are looking at. I know there's quite a few people saying that headed goals seem to be a bit op, but I I haven't had it that often. Now I was playing with low crosses to start with, and then I went to whipped crosses. Um, the fullbacks just don't get marked at all. But you you read the forum posts, and it's all stuff that you know. It, lots of people are feeding it back, so. I'd imagine it will get changed in the next hot fix, or you know, when they've managed to figure out how to fix it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have been complaining about um, not being able to score the one on ones and all that. But I mean, like I said, middle of the season, Eddie and Ketcher on twenty goals, water's wet. No, you know, say no more. It's easy. Game's easy again. <laughs> Herb, well, our teacher, mate. Yeah, with the one v ones, I've said it on Twitter and I've said it a couple of places, but. If you, if you go to your team report, go to data analyst, go to scoring, you'll find that placey shots will probably be your highest um, figure in, in that table. And then I was using Lacazette and Aubameyang and I was rotating them. I was finding that Aubameyang would score one-on-ones and Lacazette wouldn't. Aubameyang has placey shots player trait, so I've trained Lacazette to have the player trait. And guess what? Lacazette started scoring them. So I think there's something in there where it may be heavily weighted I mean you're seeing a lot of of 1v1s which I think is more than you would see in a, a, a normal game but in terms of the actual scoring chances I think if you it's more weighted towards the player trait than it is towards the opportunity I guess the uh, if that's how they're doing it it's fine it's just the issues you might have sort of lower down where you'll always try to get a you're trying to get a player to learn a particular train like you've said places shots and then they say they can't complete it so then 1v1s continue to be balked but mm. hopefully the balancing gets sorted the only issue that we'll notice and we sort of discussed this in the interview with Nick that you'll be hearing very shortly that the balancing issues it's sort of like spinning plates occasionally when you change one thing and it means that something else goes potentially goes out of whack so hopefully I mean, they've still got a week, which, I mean, they've for how stable it is in comparison to what it has been in previous years, and there to be only three main things that people are seeing, sort of three recurring themes that people are experiencing, that's pretty damn good going, really. And, like, I know Kurt and Herb have already mentioned it previously about how slick it feels and how much nicer it feels in comparison to last year's game. So, surely if they can get the balancing right, we should be on to a winner. Yeah, they have acknowledged uh, 1v1s. They have acknowledged that people have um, obviously been talking about it on the forums and on um, everywhere else. Um, the only issue, really, that we've had was since the last top fix, and now I'm getting loads of crash dumps. Um, Boo. And like looking on the forums, it looks like other people are suffering the same, uh, same thing. So hopefully... Um, 20.0.4 will be with us sooner rather than later. Amen. I do think the game looks, uh, I like to just on the on the graphical side, so playing in 3D, unlike Curti. The game is, exci- I find the match engine exciting, more exciting. And I don't think it's because it's the new game. We've been playing FM all the way through, but each of the matches, I feel like this, the highlights are better. The games look better. They're more engaging. Um, and I'm enjoying it purely because of that. I think like the matches are good you see good highlights and good football helps when you're with teams that are winning obviously but uh, for me that's one of the big pluses 
So I have seen from the like I've been probably consuming more content than than anything else this past week. Like the the clips that Joe showed of the the corners looked it looked slick as anything, and they're also sort of uh, they're variants of goals that I definitely didn't see last year. Like you you saw fairly similar corner goals last year, so it's nice to see there's that variation. Um, and I guess that again is perhaps down to sort of the the ability of the individual players at your disposal but it's nice to see some differentiation and I've looked at sort of other bits of content lower down the leagues and it again it looks it looks on par with what you would expect but it's there have been instances where not quite but I would have been fooled it was a sort of a an actual game at some points depending on the camera angle and what have you which is which is a pretty big claim for for FM, which is notoriously spat on for its graphical abilities, etc. Right, if no one has anything else to add, uh, we'll move on to our interview with Nick. Marvellous. Silence, that's that's what we wanted to hear at that point. So, uh, this is the interview that we recorded at SI Towers with, with Nick Madden. Uh, he is the match lead this is a super interesting listen, so sit back and enjoy. Okay, we're joined by Nick. Uh, Nick, please tell us what you do at SI, um, both your job title and also expand further upon what you do for your role. Yeah, of course. Um, um, my name is Nick Madden. Um, I'm the associate producer for the Match AI team. Um, I'm basically um, day-to-day... I'm in charge of seven developers that we have in our team that work all on the match engine, really the underlying and the technologies of the match. We have two QA leads, um, one senior, one um, QA lead that I used to be, because I'm, I used to be a QA lead myself. Um, and then we have five testers underneath there. So it's obviously a, quite a large team that um, we work with every day. And literally, I'm the person that needs to be communicating to everybody making sure that everybody is working on the right um, tasks, whether it be features that we're putting into the game or bugs that need fixing, the prioritization of that, making sure that the testing team really are focusing on the main areas. And that's the most important thing. It's um, especially in the match engine, like we version control um, once we've worked on all of our features. So um, we want to improve it for every single version that we have. And we have to... test quite quickly because we need to keep iterating keep improving so I want the team the whole team to really identify trends quite quickly so we can get as much information as possible and get the best bug reports to um, the developers and then when we're looking on the feature side of things it's looking at what is out there in the real world what what football is being played? What are we seeing? What trends are we seeing in the game? And how can we best incorporate that into the match? That's I think, the main thing. So we watch a lot of football as well together. We talk a lot about not just, you know, the goals that we see at the weekend. It's like the patterns of play that we're watching at the weekend, digging into the stats, looking at how balanced our engine is compared to real life stats of other leagues, not just looking at um, the EPL, but across the board. I'm a Celtic fan, so... I always watch the the Scottish um, the Scottish <laughs> sports scene, and I'm telling the whole team about obviously 
Celtic. <laughs> Absolutely, um, running away. Like, no, no, no one cares, Nick. You're the only fan of Stiltskin in this room. Yeah. <laughs> Although, uh, just on a side note, me and Herb are going to be doing a network save where he is Celtic and I'm Rangers. So. Nice. Okay. You're well, a fan, sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Definitely not Herb. Um, I'm going to be boring and start uh, carry on with a work question. Yeah, uh, you've course. mentioned about the balancing, and so we had a similar conversation last year at this event. Yeah, um, sort of talking about sort of the the changes uh, season to season of sort of uh, the, like the balancing act that you end up having to play mm-hmm. um, to make sure that FM replicates real life football as much as possible. Yeah. Have there been any significant like changes in trends that you've seen and noticed um, or that you've had to make this year so far compared to like last year? I would actually say the probably one of the biggest shifts is the defenders being inside the box for goal kicks. That's really changed not just the way that like you see like football in real life, but it's then changed our simulation because of course we want to simulate real life, so we want to put it in our engine. And actually moving the defenders inside the box from goal kicks really does change the dynamics, especially when you're like looking to play out the back and it opens a whole different kind of worms as where are they play where where the defenders are in the box themselves because like, you see in a couple of different variations teams are still trying to figure it out they're fully set on it you know if you're watching Arsenal all weekend well <laughs> here we go <laughs> you know it, it doesn't look great you know giving away the ball you know Miles loves it because it's Watford but you know it's you know you're watching it and you're like wow this has changed the game dramatically and it has changed the simulation because you're thinking about the, the players that are on the ball what their decision making is where you put them in the pitch does change their potential next decision mm-hmm. and like the match engines the AI is incredible you know you're looking at the every player has at least four opportunities within one second to make a decision it's all decision driven so when you're looking at the where the player is what do they see you also need to think about the opposition and that sort of standpoint and where do you put the opposition players especially with them um, the way football's changing and it's all about, you know, you're looking at your, your pressing, your transitions, where are they, even from the goal kick, because the starting point, even your start of your highlight, where your players are, it bears a big significance about, you know, what the way, basically the way the play might act out. So I think that's been the, probably the biggest difference, and I'd say, for this, this cycle. So we, I take it you were sort of heavily involved in the last year. Obviously, you brought out the new sort of tactics uh, and the sort of uh, styles that that, that yeah. pl- managers can adopt. Um, do you have a particular favourite one of those that you play, or or you know, essentially what I'm asking is, what's the cheat? What's, <laughs> what's, what's, what's the strong, which one works? What's the strongest style? Please. Oh, okay. He just he just lost his first draft. He's, <laughs> he's blaming you know the goalkeepers. He needs yeah. to know how he got. I tell you what, um, that was probably one of my proudest moments of working at SI um, was the tactics revamp because um, I literally, I was um, having a conversation with Tom Davidson one very late night talking about tactics and how I just didn't like them in FM. And I've been a fan and playing the game since I was eight years old, which as you can tell was quite a long time. (laughs) Um, And yeah, working at SI since um, 2016, FM or 15, 2016 was my first game. And I just didn't like it. You know, I come from a coaching background, really didn't like 
the way we had tactics set up. So I just wrote down all of my thoughts and we eventually turned it into a design document and and brought it to life. And just to start one idea, it was like, we need to rip up the tactics and start again. And what and the styles then came with that because I felt like the it wasn't really intuitive, I felt, for a first-time user. Yeah. Someone who doesn't mm-hmm. know yeah, FM, definitely. you know, I feel like you need to come with the history yeah. of it. And I thought, okay, let's put a style, let's try and really replicate and play it. I think load. I think they they do all play out quite well. They have like good nuances as well. I really like using them. I'd say my my favourite one is control possession because that's sort of I always like I always with every FM I always start off as Celtic and just do a save just for my first save just to, because then I can get a feel of the game as a fan and I don't like I play it the way I want to play. And how I play at home, and I'm quite, um, I get quite in depth, not as in depth as you guys on your streams. I'll tell you what. But honestly, I get, I, I do get really in depth, and I really care about it. So I do want, want to play how. So you'd, we you'd play, play it as you would set up a team in real life. Yeah, sort of yeah, definitely. How I would set up Celtic. Okay. And now I feel like you know, you know, I wish I was like taken over from Brendan Rodgers, not um, not Lennon, but yeah. <laughs> that's for another story, right? <laughs> so you came from a coach, what were you doing before SI? Um, so um, I was, uh, I've been, um, I've been a coach in football since I was like 15, um, but I um, done my level one before going to, um, before going to university. I studied football studies um, at Southampton Solent and had a level two um, throughout my degree as well. So coaching was part of that. And I was like doing coaching in the community for Southampton as well. Um, and then I was um, went to work in America. So I was um, working in America for five years as a coach out there and running football programs, working with academy teams out there. Mm. Got to do a load of cool stuff um, at Galaxy Stadium, which is really wow. cool because Beckham mm. was out there at the time. Mm, yeah. So it was incredible. Um, one of Beckham's um, children were in our academy which is really, really cool. Yeah. Which, yeah. So you get to like see the king strutting around. <laughs> <laughs> he literally used to go in goal when the kids would take shots at him. He was yeah. the nicest man. And yeah, you're just seeing it and you're like across the field and then you yeah. see the kids and you're like, wow. And then, yeah, so I went from America and I was um, coaching football over in New Zealand as well and then came over here. Was Beckham's kid rubbish, but you were like, yeah, David, he's brilliant. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I'll tell you what, actually. So um, I got to... Um, it might not have made the newspapers out here, um, but obviously there was a big. Uh, there was, I think, there was a. Front, it was either a front page or it was a couple of pages in. It was that Beckham had had a f- sort of fight with the coach because Brooklyn wasn't allowed on the pitch, or didn't get any game time because they had just went away for a big hol- summer holiday. He wasn't at any of the practices. That was for another team um, that it was a rival team of ours because the kids were in different teams, and it, that made the newspapers over in LA. That he didn't make it onto the pitch, which was which was quite interesting. And then Brooklyn, I thought was actually quite a tidy player, but just didn't have pace. Didn't he have trials with Arsenal? Yeah, I'm sure he's at he Arsenal. Was, he was at Arsenal. Yeah, yeah he's at Arsenal. Actually, technically, very good player, but just the athleticism no of pace like his American players. Say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, the American players like they're they're just built like it's, they're very very athletic. You know, you look at the especially the, the American players that have came over here. There isn't many that have really nailed down a, do you think a that, sort of a position for themselves, I feel like. Do you think that's more down to the other sports that they play in addition to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to football? Definitely. So, like, American football, American football, basketball. There's a lot of more, yeah. there are a lot more 
well built on well really? it's not even but it's the different training methods that they're, yeah. it's such it's yeah. in short bursts it's almost like sprinting isn't it as opposed to sort of needing to have like a, a stamp, like yeah, stamina yeah, yeah. In, a, in a match yeah. no it's definitely it's you know the the American players obviously were just very athletic and I think they obviously struggled a bit with that that side of things but technically it was very good and then Cruz was probably the best one and well, he used to train with Ro Romeo was in our academy and, and um, yeah he used to train with it's the crazy, kids as well, it? and Cruz was probably the best one. So how did you how did you go from that to to SI? What was the transition? So, um, I as being a player um, of the game for many years, you'll see um, on our splash screens as you boot up the game, we have um, kick it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, kick it out every year. They do a um, a conference called Raise Your Game. And it's basically for people who um, want, it's for free, it's people who want to work in the, the football industry. And um, I ended up seeing a blog on their website about someone who went to Raise Your Game, ended up getting a job at Football Manager as a tester, and then was there for a year. And I was like, look, reading the blog, I was reading about the, the individual, and I saw her and I was like, he went to the same university as I went to, just obviously. Um, just like a couple of years before. Um, so I was like, oh, okay. Oh, and looked it up, looked up the event, free tickets, of course. And so I booked tickets to go to the event. And I was like, right, if I can get to go to that event, I can then get a job at Football Manager. That was just my ultimate thinking. If I can get there, I might, might be able to get a job at Football Manager. I was sitting on my, on my bed in New Zealand, hammering out FM14 because I... I hadn't bought FM15 at that time. Just hammering out FM14. <laughs> 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 Honestly, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Sorry, I've gone. Uh, right. Taking it down a level there. This is going to be a really nice story. I'm <laughs> <laughs> pissed all over it. Sorry. Uh, so I was, I was there, like playing on um, FM14. Um, I, I l absolutely loved Swansea at the time. Swansea was like, cause I just love Roberto Martinez. And then the Brendan, and I just thought, okay, well, like, they're my team. And I just, and even though I've never been to a Swansea game, but they were my FM team because I wanted mm -hmm. to try and replicate that playing style, getting the control possession. I yeah. was like all over it at that stage. And I just booked the tickets and then booked a flight back from New Zealand. My sister was um, living, was um, it just moved to London. So I like um, stayed with her, went to the conference, ended up meeting Miles. And I basically, I had a 15 minute sort of speed date session with him and Kieran. <laughs> it was, it was basically like a, it was fantastic. And sure, literally. That, that hammering out in <laughs> yeah. 14 were you, there. Yeah. Were you really there? Were you, hi Miles, come <laughs> on, <please." laughs> Funnily enough, I had my CV right there. <laughs> and do you know the first question I asked him? I said, what, what's happened to the Football Manager podcast? I said, and I said, what, what, what was feature roulette? Was that real? And he just looked at me and it, it, and it was like he hadn't heard that question for a very long while. He was a bit surprised and taken back. And I said, oh, like I've come here today because I want a job a football manager. And I just like gave him my CV. And then he introduced me to the um, Stu, our former QA manager. He's now I'm a producer here. I work closely with. Um, and then I got to meet Dan, who had wrote the blog and for uh -huh. Kick It Out. And he was there as well. And now every year I go back to Raise Your Game as a mentor to try and help people get into the football industry. Cause it's gone full circle. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we've actually recruited a few people and we get at least one every year that comes from Raise Your Game. It's that amazing. That actually, actually, yeah. yeah and I get a few more off the pod as well. <laughs> <laughs> and my, um, 
like um, the one of our match AI leads as well, CJ, he came through Raise Your Game as well, which is fantastic. Crazy. And yeah, and then me and me and CJ um, go back every year as well and sort of represent the the company. And yeah, I joined as a tester and then within a year got made a lead. And then um, I think two two years in and then, yeah, I was a match producer. So going from match QA lead to then producer, was, yeah, it's been a good journey, really so good journey. Me, me to rise really in quite a relatively short space of time as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I've been really, really fortunate. I think um, like in the studio, you do get rewarded if you work hard, if you're like dedicated and um, yeah, it, it just got noticed. So I'm pretty friendly to everybody. I've got a very loud laugh, so everybody knows <laughs> me. Um, I'm also the um, little bit of a side point, but I'm um, the studio, uh, the the social committee chair. Oh. So I actually like organise a lot of the social stuff that goes on in the studio. And I was coaching our eleven aside um, football team for three three years as well. So that's probably why. <laughs> You know, I just moved in, and that was when I was a tester. I started doing that, and I think that's why I probably just navigate more to the the match side of things. So, as a are you a player yourself? Like, are you sort of quite handy? Um, I would say no, <laughs> <laughs> because my um, my second touch is a slide tackle. I, was, <laughs> I reckon that's, that's like me though. <laughs> that's like me though. I can't play, so I coach as well. Like, that's just the thing in it. So yeah, I think um, you know, I'm big gangly you know i'm a center half um but i my, i'm really fortunate my, my animations are in the game i'm one of the motion capture actors and um, i originally got taken down because they um they wanted someone to try and hit the highest point of a header <laughs> and and um one of the guys was like i'm never going to be able to do this I, I don't want to go and i was like and I, I sort of stood up to him and I, it was and i said like he's not with the company anymore i just said You've got a really bad attitude. I said, I was just like, you could go down to motion capture and your animations get put in our game. I was like, that's really cool. Why are you saying like you don't want to go to go and do something? He's like, oh no, I'm a bit hurt. And I was like, no, like this, this is amazing. Mm. You get such a good opportunity. You're so privileged. And someone obviously had overheard me say that, and I went down, and I've been going down ever since, and absolutely love it. And it's fantastic to see how the animations play out and actually obviously how useless my technique is. Yeah. Um, so are you used for lower league animations? <laughs> <laughs> or... That's no, no nonsense centre back. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we had to take yeah. yeah. So do you have to go like put in put on one of those big onesies and kind of like come up. Yeah, yeah. How do we literally. get our motions in the game? Yeah. This is all yeah. I can throw a slice of in. We can hear. We'll go down next year and do all the celebrations for him. <laughs> we'll make some celebrations. Her boss man of the match playing centre back in the, the FM, FM charity. Yeah. 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 Again, I can't hit the high point of header. Jump in reach. Just elbows for you. Elbows and knees. That's the attitude you want here. Come on. <laughs> I, and my probably my best celebration that I've done down there is um, the chicken one. And then there was a there was a bug one year that Ronaldo was doing it too many times. <laughs> <laughs> I cried when that was launched because it was so game. funny. I was like, we need to take out this animation. Yeah. <laughs> Ronaldo's copying my celebration there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
one burning question that I have, and this gets Ooh. talked about on the pod quite a lot, and it's kind of disputed by quite a lot of people, but oh. I'm a firm believer in it. Oh, weather in the match engine. Do certain ways of playing have a good like say say if you're playing in the rain or if the pitch is boggy? Does like you know would playing down the wings be preferable to try and sort of knock it around the middle of the park in a, on a boggy pitch? I I just want to say that there is so so many variables that are in the match like. You wouldn't even think about it. You know, obviously, like, we have to simulate everything. You know, like, altitudes in there, for example. The weather does make a difference, yes. Oh, <laughs> I was right all along. Yeah, honestly, so many different factors that are in the engine. It is incredible. Yeah. Absolutely well, incredible. It, it's, the thing is, it's, it's stuff that's been built up over the years. Mm -hmm. and, you know, um, like, Paul Collier, who's like, um, one of the co-founders, um, and obviously still with the company, Match engine is like his baby that he's developed over years and years, and the amount of things that, that guy has put in and just thought that would that would work even bef before my time at SI, and you, you just really have a deep appreciation for it now when you see it and you actually know the amount of factors and and um, it's yeah, it's um, pretty pretty incredible. Well, the way I see it, it wouldn't be in the game if it didn't have some sort of effect, yeah. right? Mm. Well, we said we say all the time that we we refer back to someone who's like played the game years ago and both of us have read a post and it was about like changing your tactics depending on the weather and then we've always been divided haven't we with different people we spoke to where they said yeah. no it doesn't doesn't make any difference and we're like it definitely does it might only so be marginal, marginal yeah. but yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely I, th I think the, the, the thing that was the rustling factor was the fact that you said that but then didn't actually do it oh no <laughs> yeah. sometimes I do yeah, but how, I don't to be fair though what's the percentage of games you actually stop and think before I click continue let's go and check the temperature in the weather before the game <laughs> but it tells you yeah, it's it's before. Like, yeah. why is it on there why does it yeah. tell you what the temperature is what the weather is the ball's going to bounce yeah. over his head when yeah. it's like, when yeah. sun's cracking the flags I'll, be, I'll be giving teacher ring later yeah. <laughs> rubbing that in his face uh, I had one question uh, to come back to something you said right at the very beginning about watching a lot of football and having that work in the match engine in different ways mm -hmm. and predominantly we all play in the English leagues if you had to suggest a league to the listeners to try because of the way the match engine plays out have you got some favourite ways that the match engine looks will look visibly different from the English league or Scottish league mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, God that's a really good question um it's, it's, it's really interesting actually because you know and um, we do like tend to do a lot of balancing checks and we do a lot of balancing checks obviously for um the english leagues mm -hmm. like all through the pyramid because that's like where the predominant like amount of our players do play but we also do look at um the the stats of other leagues and um, i was really fortunate actually to um to meet Kit Simons recently uh, yeah. um, mm -hmm. yeah. I met him um, through the LMA managers and, and he had just been recently over in China as an assistant manager yeah. and that's one of the leagues that we use as a sort of a barometer of um, because they've got some completely outstanding players and then they also have some like mediocre players and the, just the, the difference in talent in the league it it makes it play out a lot differently mm -hmm. that's the one thing that I'd, I'd say uh, like I always like as a, as a league is just just because you see like I'm watching the goals in there and it is just so it's different because yeah you've got and because all, obviously all, 
like you can't have a foreign keeper and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So it does make a difference. Like these things are the ability of your players and just see, yeah, the the sort of the foreign players absolutely tear it up. It's, <laughs> yeah, it is incredible. Um, I also like the MLS for that same sort of standpoint, even yeah. though it has improved a lot. You know, your MVPs are really do stand out. And um, it's also, it depends as well how good the research is. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like we're really fortunate. We've got like, what, a thousand, over a thousand <laughs> scouts, <laughs> over a thousand scouts over the world. Like, yeah. Really, really fortunate. But the player traits make a difference. And that, that sort of adds again that, another layer of nuance. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so for the, the sort of the, I would say for the research point of view, I really like, um, like the French League. Be just because of the research that I do, do think it's like a, it's really really good obviously in, uh, I'm, I'm the head researcher actually like works here and I can just I know how dedicated he is mm -hmm. to his role and yeah you can see that personality in the players a little bit more also the German researcher takes a lot of care in his players and again it's the teams and he really really wants to make sure the league is simulating real life very efficient yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's borderline racism. <laughs> <laughs> it's a compliment. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll also say that's you know we have a lot of like HRs that work like really incredibly hard. Like they come in here, um, we have have them in every couple of years, and they've they came in um, last year. It's obviously, or I think it might be earlier this year to come and speak with us all, and um, like, work quite closely with them, like on our community forums and stuff. And yeah, I'd say. Um, the Turkish researcher goes above and beyond. <laughs> so again, this because yeah. so they're honest. Yeah. There's, there's some, there's, you know, I think that that does make it. I think just that level of sort of like that detail. They're the Diardo and they're the Turks. Yeah. I did. Uh, yeah. I did a fan about, Basically, I noticed that there was quite a good Turkish following on Twitch for streaming so I was like I'm going to do a I'm going to do a turkey save yeah. so I, I started as Fenerbahce and I just used to get, all I used to get was abuse from Galatasaray fans wow. who'd just come in and just call me an arsehole and then, and then go away Galatasaray at me yeah. <laughs> and just like, constantly talking in Turkish I was like oh I only lasted is, two streams so. <laughs> <laughs> this didn't work <laughs> um, we had Neil in earlier and he was yeah. sort of talking about um, obviously he works on the forums a lot yeah. um, and you know he has you know he, he's sort of like the first port of call when it comes to people going on the forums and venting frustrations at the match engine and stuff like that Definitely. is that something that you see a lot or is or do, does neil and his team sort of provide a decent buffer before it gets to you like do you go and seek that stuff out yourself and and kind of react to it or so um it's it's quite interesting because we are like all of you know our, I myself yeah, used to be in QA, so I, I want to make sure I'm active, at least on our forums. I'm not as active as I used to be, but I'm still on there. And I, I might not respond, but I definitely do read. Okay. And that's sort of similar to like the Steam ones. Um, Neil does a great job at definitely buffering it and sometimes actually providing a lot of good analysis of trends. I think that that's the main thing is identifying trends of what people are sort of complaining about. Because obviously there's some people that are, Fix the match engine. It's broken. Okay, well, I can't really do a lot with that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, know you know, like I've never heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
normally so specific <laughs> yeah. about all the problems they come across. Yeah, and so and so it's quite hard, you know, like to understand and articulate that. But the ones that are well articulated do get through to us, and it's you know it's about identifying trends. And hey, we do the same things to to our developers. We find the trends of the match and we report what we want. Like we, we want to see more of what we're not seeing enough of, what we need more of, you know, basing it off the stats, based on the feel. I think the feel is the main thing. Sometimes you can, the stats don't have to be, like we want to make sure that every stat is as simulated as possible, but it's a balance act at the end of the day and football changes in every league every year. So it's, just, you know, so if the feel's good, then you can get away with a little bit of simulation stuff because yeah. it plays out well. But yeah, um, I do sometimes as well log on to other other platforms. So whether it be, you know, obviously, like I do, I do watch watch the streams. Just again, just to get another feel of what what it feels like to actually play the game and see it from a different angle. Obviously, read a few of the comments below that. You know. <laughs> I used to watch Curtis streams and he was smashing his desk. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's been outed now. Yeah. Yeah. It's done. Exactly. It's it's <laughs> but also, yeah, like it's it's quite interesting, like because obviously, yeah, it will always get through. You know, I'm like part of like yeah, so it might be like see stuff on like Twitter or Reddit or like you know I have them um, like. I'm part of like a Facebook like football manager group, which is quite cool. So I can like get to see, never respond to anything other just than observe. Other than, yeah, mm -hmm. just, just observe because it's it's not my place to post. You know, if it's fans in there, then like they should be posting. But I can see it. I might react to something. I might even like you know put a little like funny face on it if I think it's really funny. You know, you want it to be organic as well, don't yeah. you? If they if they know that they've got an SI employee in you know in the midst, then yeah. people might be reacting slightly differently so exactly, you want yeah. it to be completely organic yeah in to get true feedback right mm. yeah for sure yeah he does, does a very good job Neil though Neil mm. and yeah his yeah. team for sure you know collect, collecting everything you said uh, earlier on about the tactic side of that you didn't like and you basically wanted to rip up when you first started yeah the influence that you had there uh, and the, the ideas that you came across has that changed how you play the game drastically like so obviously you you played up to a point you said about hammering out at fm14 yeah and like fm14 to like six years down the road now yeah how have you changed as a player in between like because you you know you seem to be this all-seeing eye that does absolutely everything mm. has have you like changed how you play because you said about the using a particular like playing style but has that changed since you first started playing yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'd I'd say my my favourite bit is you know like I'm a defender, so I want to see like the pressing changes. So where it would be like the line of engagement, like the actual pressing intensity of players. For sh definitely, that sort of like changed the way I like to set up like the teams and how I play. The new roles that we've introduced from that time, you know, um, like if you had told me in FM14 that we were like the you know, an inverted winger and a Mazala was going to change my save. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, come on, like, what, what are we ordering? <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's, it, I wouldn't have thought that that was the case. And it, so it, I, I definitely, like, roll with the game. You know, like, I I can see the growth in it. Mm. Sometimes, I, you know, I will boot up an old game and We've just done see that it. as well. Like, and then just be like, wow, it's yeah, changed. We can't, uh, I've, I've done that recently and sort of thought, I can't. 
like I've done it with other games outside of yeah. FM, and I, I think nostalgia is a very powerful drug, but mm. it should be left well alone. I, I had a when Walls went down to League One, I think it was FM twelve or something like that. I had a great save with them, and like, in the last year, I went back to it, and I thought this game, like no disrespect, is crap compared to it now. <laughs> yeah. The improvement of the game is so big, and like it's almost like ruined that like experience for me back then. But like you say, like it should stay as like nostalgia. Cause <laughs> I try. I thought when I when I got like I think it was at the end of FM eighteen. I thought I'll go back to FM twelve. See if I can like spend the summer on it. I spent like an hour on it. I thought this is nowhere near as good as leave what the memories as memories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You, you mentioned the new roles there. Like, have any of them been completely your <laughs> in, like your idea? And you've gone right. We need to get this role in. Like you say about the Mazava. Um. No, they haven't been like my role. Like really, and we. I did like a lot of research on them, which I was quite happy with. So um, our Brazilian HR like really wanted the Segundo Volante, and at first I was like, "What is a Segundo Volante?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, say all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, "Wow, okay, this is this is good. This is a challenge, right?" Mm. And um, well, it was the same same year that we put in the Mazala as well, mm. and um, the inverted winger, and then we like changed the position of the Randoyer to make the Randoyer that. Um, Oh no, sorry, the um the Traquatista to play in the different roles. And I was like looking, I was like, oh what what is it? And I and so I'm asking, I was like, can you give me any like examples of players that you feel like play that role? Because I think that's the the best thing mm-hmm. that you can see. Because yeah. you can look obviously you'd look at the characteristics of the players, but if you give me a list of a few, I can like, watch a few clips and and like watch a few games and then see, okay, what are they doing differently? And then when they, when he told it out. It was effectively like a box-to-box player, but they're coming from deep. They are like literally a deep third man. And he gave a good example of Ramirez. And then Ramirez at Chelsea was quite interesting. Because when he did play in that sort of that um, like deep midfield slot, he was in the box, but he was also really his prime role was to win the ball. And then to break forward with it. He was often so advanced, wasn't he? Like, mm. Yeah. It'd be almost like the second man off the striker or even beyond the striker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But and then straight back to the deep position. It's mm. yeah, just like someone who needed legs. Um it's quite interesting as well. Like Lucas Laver was was one of the people that they put in at, but before Liverpool. Okay. Mm. I Which do remember he was a bit more I remember before Liverpool, he had the he was yeah. the DM AMC. I do remember mm, that. Yeah. yeah. And he was like I, I remember signing Lucas Laver on like former manager and I was like before he went to Liverpool and he was like huge wonder kid in our game and it was funny to so, say like you're going back and like trying to find old clips of like him playing and yeah, it's like really interesting to like sort of mould and shape the roles. Like my favourite one that we've shaped is the definitely the inverted winger. And and to be honest, the Mazala, just because that was just incredible. Like because basically it's like you're basing it off um, like players like Pereira when he was at um, Juve and even like Pogba and mm. seeing how they play and it was like very very interesting to sort of did like the Mazala last year the amount yeah. like mm. just so often just finding like these massive pockets of space yeah yeah and they just pop up and it, yeah fantastic role really yeah it definitely it, it enhanced the engine a lot more just like like just giving like more examples of when players are trying to find those little half spaces actually where they can play in the half space and I did think that was quite interesting and it sort of it helped enhance a few more of the roles as well right. because when when you're thinking like that when you're not just thinking like you're not just thinking like horizontally like falling back you're thinking a bit more laterally and where, where players can find those pockets so yeah I would say that one was a, definitely a fun one to introduce to the game 
That was yeah, FM 2018, that one. Mm. God. It, it feels so fresh, but it's really not now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of terrifying. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, you've mentioned about your love for Swansea in the <laughs> FM space. Yeah. Was that your favourite ever save, or have you got other favourite saves that you've had? Um, I would say um, one of my favourite saves, which um, the guys in the office are not going to be happy with me, <laughs> is... Um, because I logged a load of features out of it. Was um, I was playing as um, Granada B team manager oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. in FM sixteen, and I just loved it. Because obviously it's like I'm not really going to get sacked, and so and like, and, and, cause like it's just it's a B team, like. And, but and it really, I logged so many features about how we can improve it because I loved playing as a, the B team manager, but. I also I was signing players I shouldn't ever be able to be signing. Right. You know, I had like mm. Junior Hoylet playing out there. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's the biggest match of the day player I've ever seen in my life. I, I spent like two seasons watching him yeah. do nothing for 90 minutes and then the 91st he'd go and smack one from 30 yards. And all of a sudden, <laughs> Junior Hoylet's the best player in the world. Yeah, yeah. apparently. And I had a. Um, Traore, the left back that used to be at Arsenal and then Longingham Forest. Oh yeah. And so I was just signing all these players like Bigger Amana, who used to be at um, Motherwell yeah, yeah. like last season. And so I was just signing century. I was hoovering up like free transfers of players that had just fallen out. So with the A team like plucking any of these players yeah. from you. Well then that was sort of my my features idea because there was only one or two players that got plucked away and so I'm playing with like these amazing players <laughs> that I shouldn't be able to play with. It was just so fun. And like um so yeah that was probably my my favourite save and I got about like um even though I didn't get as long into it because I only got like about four seasons into it and I was just like all right, we've got to get another game out. We've got, we've got to put this down, you know. And sometimes you just get away. Other, when I, um, I did also love um, my FM thirteen save as well with um, Wigan. Again, I'm Roberto just Martinez. saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I think we found the problem. Passing football. Next year, we're asking me. I'm just in a Belgium national. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got Henri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favourite? Favorite player, whether it be real life or a new gen. Oh, that's a good question. Um, yeah, do you say regen or new gen? Well, we're supposed to say new gen. Supposed to. I think we've pretty much all trained ourselves. Yeah, we've trained it now. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely new gens. But pe people, honestly, people still make. You know, people still like that. I'll say player traits to someone, and they're like, "What PPMs?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> player <laughs> traits." It still <laughs> it happens. You know, when we're changing. The understanding of it, yeah, and yeah. you know, mm -hmm. even like when we change, like, say, limited defender to like you know, like no nonsense yeah, no and stuff like that. Like, you know, making these changes obviously does, yeah, come with it. I'd say, um, I used to like absolutely love uh, Nicholas Ladero. Oh, yeah, 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 the Uruguayan. Yeah, Uruguayan yeah. He really just, yeah, he. Always try and sign him, like especially back in the day. So yeah, when I was playing those like Wigan saves and then like um, Swansea, he would be my guy. Is he and playing then, MLS now, Ladero? He was he over was, in the MLS. He was in the MLS. Yeah, he was over in the MLS. Yeah. I don't know if he's still there, but well, I 
just saw him on one of my FM20 saves and mm. he's been signed by a Premier League club. I just saw it and I was like, oh goodness, he's back. Rebuilding his career. Convince him to change his allegiance to Belgium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking Roberto Martinez, I used to sign him on Championship Manager from Wigan for like oh, yeah. 80 oh, yeah. grand or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was an absolute baller. <laughs> I used to love playing like the old ones when like Roy Carroll yeah. was like Roy was Carroll. the best keeper to get. Oh. And then obviously, you know, the fans' favourite Michael Duff. Yeah. Oh, Back yeah. in the day, Jamie, obviously, Victor. Yeah. Jamie Victory was yeah. always my yeah. favourite. Yeah. Oh, the thing is, like the, the one thing that I, we, I don't think anyone's ever said, how harsh is that on Cheltenham? Like you just get rip rip out the heart oh, of their yeah. defence mm, for about seventy grand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I I was really fortunate enough to meet M. Mark Kerr. Oh, oh wow. yeah, Scotsman. Wow. Legend. Yeah, <laughs> passing 20. <laughs> <laughs> is that literally what you said to him? Yeah. Yeah. Introducing yeah. like... No, literally. <laughs> and I was just like, I was talking his ear off about, yeah, like... I've an empire around Mark Kerr. Yeah. <laughs> an absolute legend. And then like, even Chardo Samba as well. Like, yeah. It's yeah. just so funny to just speak to him and like... Yeah, and like we were talking to him about his book launch, and obviously, like, <laughs> like his playing career was off the back of. I would say he would never have done that if he wasn't for FM. No, no, yeah, no, no. he said that every like changing room we went into, people knew who they who he was. So he already so like had friends. So going from that, what is your, what would you say your weirdest experience working at SI has been so far? Oh, that's a good one. So um, yeah, Tom Tom yeah. drinking shots with Sam Allardyce. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Neil said he he borrowed Ray Houghton's boots. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah, Ray used to be here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, have you got anything sort of along those lines? Obviously, um, I would say, I'd say probably the my the oddest moment I say would um I was playing like um I was playing on the train when we were going up to because I'd done um the we'd done a football manager sort of like, um tour for. 2017 with um, Ian McIntosh. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, and I was like helping out and like set it out for the live stream and stuff like that. And um, I was on the train playing FM like with Ian, and I obviously like I've read his book about like obviously like how football manager I've written his yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. I've always found really really funny. I'm like, you know, I'm there like sitting with him, and I've like like absolutely loved like his content back in the day, and then just playing football manager with him. And then when we got up to him, I think we went up to Leeds. And then there's Jonathan Wilson there, and he's commentating, wow. oh, wow. and he's wow. commentating yeah. someone's game, and I'm just like, That's... I haven't brought my copy of the <laughs> word. <laughs> I love that, like someone who is so involved in FM, actually, so it's like the, the god tier is Jonathan Wilson. He's yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And then went to a went to a really cool like um, event. Went to the LMA managers. Um, I feel like it was the LMA managers like event as well, and then. I'm just chewing Graham Hunter's ear off and <laughs> just asking about Henrik Larsson and what he was like when he was, when he was at Barcelona and then got to meet Brendan Rodgers that night who who had just like came off like a, a the double treble at the time and yeah like I, I just said, oh, thank you so much, Brendan. Went up to him, like, went to shake his hand. I think he's he so topped everyone, hasn't he? See, let's be honest. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a Celtic fan, but I, I, I'm a big fan of Brendan Rodgers. I think he was. Okay. He's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a bit jealous. I'm a bit jealous of that one. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a few weird and wonderful things, I'd say. <laughs> one thing that uh, I, I plucked out you were saying about the, 
the PPMs versus player traits. Yeah. Uh, what's the punishment for when someone says stats <laughs> instead of attributes? I mean, is there a swear <laughs> box or something? <laughs> <laughs> I wish we should introduce that. Should yeah. <laughs> give all the money to charity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Christmas do is already booked. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's in capable hands. Yeah. Just keep capable hands. Yeah. Just let us know when. I'll pop it I'll in the email. Email. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you our email after yeah. you send us the email. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Roberto Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Pay for his hair transplant. <laughs> <laughs> right, unless anyone else has any more burning questions, we can end it there. Thank you very much for that. Thank you. That brings episode 116 to a close. You can find the links for each of us, the Five Star Pod Twitter account, and Weestrom FM Discord server in the podcast description or by visiting weestreamfm.com, where, where you will find all the latest FM20 content and much more. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify, and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every Monday. Thank you all for listening. There will be more from us next week. Say goodbye, folks. Ladies, bitches. Bye. Bye.